Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast is presented by Pop Punk Takeout, which is a monthly subscription box filled with merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world. Isn't that cool? You can sign up at poppunktakeout.com. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Pop Punk Takeout. And then additional support for this episode comes from uh, Sex... Emo, drugs, heartbreak, anxiety, and depression. Those are all the things you're going to find in our sponsor, Rock Bottom at the Renaissance, an emo kid's journey through falling in and out of love in and with New York City. I know it's a long book title, right? But this is the best-selling mixtape memoir about struggling with mental illness and the power that pop punk and emo can uh, have to help you get through it. So Rock Bottom at the Renaissance isn't just an audio book. It's an audio experience starling uh, Tyler Posey and featuring a 20-song soundtrack that includes not one, but two Jimmy World recordings you can't hear anywhere else. There's also songs from Dashboard Confessional, Mayday Parade, The Wonder Years, Bayside, Alkaline Trio, and more. Now stay tuned for a clip later in this episode and for links uh find it or to or i should say for links to find it at your favorite place to buy books ebooks and audiobooks go to rockbottombook.com and i definitely suggest getting the audiobook on audible to hear the way tyler posey puts himself into the story and you can really feel the way the 20 song soundtrack will put you directly into the story so if people think you're that weird person because you find a way to relate to every single song you hear or because you play songs on repeat uh, because you're sure they were specifically written for you then rock bottom at the renaissance and emo kids journey through falling in and out of love in and with new york city isn't just for you it's about you. So get more info at rockbottombook.com. I'm going out. I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up. I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques Lamour. Oops, I still got my graphic up there. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. I am Jacques Lamour. So happy to be here with you once again. I can't believe we're in the middle of June already. It's just flying on by so quickly. But summertime is literally my favorite season, and I feel like summertime is really the time for pop punk. And maybe fall, too. A lot of us pop punkers like the fall season, but I specifically like the summertime. And a place that it's almost summer all year round is Los Angeles. And our first guests on the podcast today or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this, happen to be from Los Angeles, California. We have Ruth Crest here with us. So uh, let's give a warm welcome and a round of applause to Adam and uh, Charlie. Welcome, How's guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the dealio? How's it hanging? Uh, hanging good. Uh, how about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Are you guys still having a heat wave in uh, California? Because I know there was a, a really bad heat wave going through there not too long ago. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. 
Yeah, it's definitely. I tried to play basketball in the weather. <laughs> you're trying exactly. to play. You're trying to play basketball. I, I tried to play basketball the other day in this heat, and it was just it. It was bad. I played like a, I tried to catch uh, beat the heat. I played like at nine in the morning, and I still couldn't do it. I played one game, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Even at nine in the morning. Okay, what yeah, was the temperature at nine in the morning? Oh man, I just know the sun was beating. It was just <laughs> it was bad. I was hoping the shade came in, but it it didn't. <laughs> oh man, that yeah, that's that's rough for sure. Um, so just real quick, uh, let's uh introduce uh your your voices to everyone so they know who's who. So, Adam, go ahead and say hello. Hey, hello everybody. I'm Adam, and I sing in the band, and also a songwriter. All right, and then Charlie. Hey guys, I'm Charlie and uh, I play guitar in the band and songwriter as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here, guys. I uh, I was I was asking about the heat because I was talking to uh, Cody, uh, your your label <laughs> owner, uh, the other day. He's he sent me an email. This is actually really funny. I it was it was either late last week or over the weekend or something it was like super recent he sent me an email and he's like hey um it's like i know we talked about ruth crest before but you know they just put out this uh acoustic track and um you know he he wanted to see about getting you guys on the show and i'm like you know it's really funny uh cody that you emailed me because they're on the show this week (laughs) (laughs) you know so I, I want to lay that out there because I just want to show that Cody is working hard for you. Yeah, you know, Cody's, yeah, yeah. Cody's over there in the heat as well. I think he's in what in Highland, California, or he's up there where the heat is. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I forget because he's been on the podcast too, and yeah, yeah, I can't. We've actually uh, listened to that one as well too. I can't remember. I can't remember what part of California he's in, but either way, you guys are in yeah. the same state. Uh, it, so, yeah, definitely. you know, but not, not in, uh, he's not in the Los Angeles area. I believe. Yeah. He's somewhere North of yeah, yeah, LA. Exactly. It definitely gets hot up there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, glad, uh, glad you guys are, are finding a way to, uh, you know, stay cool and all that. looks like Charlie, where, where are you at right now? Are you in a, a vehicle? What, what is that? Uh, I'm in an airplane. <laughs> You're in an airplane. What? Yeah. You're in an airplane. I, yeah. That's a first. Oh, that is a first. No one has ever done a, uh, a podcast recording of pop punk and pizza from an airplane. So there's one right there behind me right now. by. Oh my God. It's is it taking off or landing? I can't tell. I think he's about to go take off. He's going to the run-up area. All right, so so now we got you. Got to tell us what what's going on here. What are you doing in an airplane, Charlie? Uh, I just got off of work. I work at a I work at an airport. He's I work a, on he's a, he he uh, flies usher <laughs> around. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, not you. Uh, Brittany says raising the bar. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, <thank> you. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, you're raising the bar, man. I mean, I I will say that I've I've mentioned this from time to time on the podcast. I was literally just talking about this a couple of days ago. Um I when I was interviewing a person one time for the podcast, they were in line at Best Buy to buy a computer. So, and now we got someone who's at an airport uh, because they work there. So, I mean, it's just getting, you know, interesting. For sure. Yeah, it's just getting more and more interesting. I absolutely love it. So, what do you do at the airport, Charlie? I'm an aircraft mechanic. So that has that. So, 
did you have to do some type of apprenticeship for that, or did you go to school? Yeah, that's pretty much that. Uh, what I'm, I'm still, I'm still currently doing the apprenticeship. I just started doing it like two or three years ago. So um, ever since then, I've just been working on planes and um, working on also getting my private license as well. Nice, nice. I've heard one of my one of my best friends is. Uh, I think he's still in the process of getting his pilot license. He was telling me it's super expensive. Yeah, that's that's kind of like why it's taking so long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it brings a hole in your pocket. How much does I usually like? Well, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, how much does it cost? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it varies like per state and all that, but you know, I think Charlie mm. Charlie flew out to different states to do it too, I believe, or something. Right, I feel off for school. It's, I went to Kansas for school, but um, Kansas of all places. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it was freezing that day. It was freezing over there, man. It's the weather's the weather's bad over there. I'm not used to it. <laughs> like so, so we rented a car, and then uh, like I, I remember waking up in the morning to like get to class, and like I get to the car, and I'm like, you know, there's a, there's a scrub in the back seat. Like, what's this for? I don't know, whatever. The next day, like, I wake up, get into the car, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's what it's for. The windshield is just completely frozen. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn. Yeah, we get that all the time here in Chicagoland area. So, oh, man. You know, yeah. experience black ice for the first time. Oh, oh man. yeah. That that <laughs> shit is, is dangerous, man. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I you know, here's, a, here's an idea. Uh, Kyle. Uh, is chiming in. He says, "Why don't you do guitar lessons for pilot lessons?" Hey, it's fair ooh. trade. <laughs> hey, yeah, just tag me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I I like that idea. Um, I'm sorry. Did I interrupt you, Adam? No, no, no. I, I was just gonna tell a quick story. Like, uh, yeah, tell a story, man. We no, we were on tour, and uh, when we were on tour, we actually played. When we played out in Chicago, you know, I was loving it because it started snowing, and like right before this show, I was playing in the snow. I was loving, it, and people were like, "Bro, you like this?" And I was like, "I love it." Yeah. I was like, "I love it." What are you talking about? It, it was hilarious, and they're like, "No, we hate this." I was like, "What?" I think. I think that's why every time I bring up Ruth Crest to fellow Chicagoans, they're like, oh, fuck that band. Oh, yeah, right. They like snow. They like snow. Those they like cool. snow. Fuck those guys. Uh, yeah, I remember oh, that shit. That was like the first time I ever saw I, snow, I think. Yeah, I was literally about to break down and start doing a snowman, like a snow angel right there <laughs> in front of everybody. Literally. Were you like bringing like uh, buckets of snow uh, into the venue on the stage? Yeah, and I just wanted like, to. That would have been you know. uh, Next time I'm going to, I'm actually going to do that. Put on the, on the roof oh, of the band <laughs> oh my god oh man that would be that would be so great um so let's uh let's actually talk more about ruth crest um you just dropped an acoustic uh song uh which is actually it's not a new song it's an acoustic version of uh if you were here yeah. and um beautifully uh done well, oh, very well you, done. Yeah, we thank you. That that just uh, to me, it always takes um, takes a lot more concentration to oh, rethink your you know this full blown rock song you got going on and, and strip it down to where it works acoustically. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely had to to work on some uh, you know some tempos and switch it up a bit. But yeah, it definitely felt good. It felt good. Yeah. Um, and, and so uh, what is that process like for you guys to uh, almost reel it back in, 
You know, how, how do you get your mind to stop? Because just from my experience, it's so hard to, especially if, you know, this song you uh, you've played a lot live and i'm not sure if you had played this one a lot live just because of the pandemic i can't remember when when did um if you were here come out the, it, the original the uh, well it actually well this we, recently we just dropped it and then okay. before that um we've actually played it a couple times live as well and okay. uh, co- you know covid because of covid everything kind of like uh, prolonged and, and stuff like that so yeah so yeah it's pretty much prolonged and then um you know the acoustic version like we we're big like influenced on acoustic shows and uh, i mean acoustic music and all that and we love to be like you know get emotional with it as well and listen to that so we definitely got a big inspiration on that as well so it was, it was yeah. kind of awesome to to actually play that one acoustic live as well so and what about for you charlie are you more and of a of a, an electric guy or an acoustic guy or are you comfortable with both yeah, I'm comfortable with both. Like, I had my phases with both, too, as well. Like, I, I learned how to play guitar on an acoustic, but then once I got an electric, like, I didn't even care for the acoustic, just wanted to, like, play electric. And then, you know, after a while, like, I had an acoustic phase where I would just go on YouTube and, like, type acoustic covers and just, like, watch playlists after, like, song after song after song yeah. after song. And just, like, too. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like I, I love uh, acoustic music and everything, like, I'm a huge Starlight fan. I don't know if you've heard of like uh, acoustic album a while back. You know, no, I haven't no. listened to their acoustic album. I'm ashamed to say I haven't. I'm gonna have to go listen to that now since we've done this <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, definitely check it out because like that acoustic album is like a, a one of like my big influences like as far as like acoustic vibes go. So no Jack Johnson, like Oh Jack Johnson, of course. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to Jack Johnson? Like no, he just like you know just making some banana pancakes somewhere. <laughs> I, just making some banana pancakes somewhere. Oh, That's that that was that was a good one. I should give you give you a round of applause for that one. Oh. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um so Adam you're the lead vocalist in the band, um, songwriter as well. So do you start with acoustic or how do you sit down and, and, and write a uh, song? Yeah. I mean, the acoustics, like I was, uh, it was like easier to grab, you know, the acoustics just right there. So it's just like, oh, I'll just grab it off and then, you know, sit down and just start diddle daddling and, and just pretty much just, just write riffs and then try melodies from there. Charlie and I go back and forth and Aaron as well. We'll just be sending stuff to each other and take it from there. Like, Last time Charlie and I hung out, he was just playing riffs over and over. And then, you know, I tell him, I, I tell him, just keep doing it. And like, the melody just pop up. So, so we like have a ton of songs right now. Like, we we have a ton of songs that we're writing as well. And, like, that's every day we're always writing. So we're, yeah. So it, it's, it's always happening. Definitely yeah. always happening. And I can't help but think with, um, you know, if you were here, mentions uh, Blink-182 in the song, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I can't help but think about Mark Hoppus today and the news that just dropped about him. Because at first, have you heard the news? Maybe you no, haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't. So at first, I thought maybe it was, you know, it could have been not real. It could have been fake. But it turns out he has been battling cancer. Oh, no way. He, he made this public 
in an Instagram post earlier today. And then, oh, actually, not in a post, oh, but man. in a in his face, his uh, not Facebook. Did I say Facebook? Instagram story. Okay. My bad. So, this came through on the inst- his Instagram story, but then he deleted it. He didn't keep oh, it up. Del- How long did he have it up for? It was like I'm not sh- I'm not sure, but long enough for people to yeah, screenshot for, it, just, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, obviously, yeah. with Mark Hoppus being so well known, mm-hmm. I mean, someone quick. screenshotted it right away, mm-hmm. and then. I don't know, sometime in the last couple hours, um, this uh, we're recording this on June 23rd, sometime in the last couple hours, he made another Instagram story uh, of a paragraph kind of detailing what um, his his cancer situation is currently. So, um, oh, yeah, it, it sounds wow. like... I didn't, I, I didn't expect that. Whoa. Yeah, and I should probably pull that up since we're talking about it so people are like well what 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 is it you know and i don't want to completely lead people off i had it excuse me yeah i just i couldn't help but bring it up because it's it's been on my mind um yeah it says uh so this paragraph that he posted now on his instagram story says for the past three months i've been undergoing chemotherapy for cancer He said, I have cancer. It sucks. I'm scared. And at the same time, I'm blessed with incredible doctors, family and friends to get me through this. I still have months of treatment ahead of me, but I'm trying to remain hopeful and positive. Can't wait to be cancer free and see you all at a concert in the near future. Love you all. So, yeah, Um, not to like be a downer, but I just figured that was it was relevant since. Your yeah. your song I, name I, drops I, blank. Wow. Yeah, um, I, I not aware of that. Yeah, me neither. It just came out today. So yeah, prayers, prayers for uh, yeah, prayers for Mark um, Mark Hoppus too. Um, but uh, and it doesn't. He doesn't say what type of cancer he has, what stage he's in. You know, and I'm sure we'll learn more about that yeah, as as, goes on, as yeah. time goes on. But I mean, the important thing is is that we just. Uh, send all all the love and and positive thoughts to to mark because i'm yeah, sure exactly. every little bit every little bit helps so exactly yeah um and uh you know and i'm sure like if i mean there's a chance he's heard this song you know yeah, that'd, the that'd it, awesome. if you were here because because it name drops blank right so and i'm yeah. sure I'm sure any song, I mean, not to, this isn't a knock at you guys, but I know you're not the first band to talk about Blink in your songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure any time that a band writes a kick-ass song and name drops Blink in it, I'm sure that just like makes his day. Definitely, yeah. yeah. You know, and this yeah, is... a big influence too on a lot of people too as well. Exactly. And, and this is such a good song that I'm sure that he would absolutely love it. So... You know, um, yeah. I, I, mean, I hope he's heard it and prayers <laughs> out to you, Mark. Um, so I, I do, if, if you're cool, I do want to play the, the acoustic version of the song, before I get to our next guest, which is virginity. But, uh, before we, uh, before you guys sign off and before we, uh, before I play the song, um, anything you want to plug about Ruth, uh, Ruth Crest, uh, excuse me, <coughs> uh, Ruth Crest coming up. Oh, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, we, like, again, we were saying we got a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, we've been working on a lot of music. This Friday, we have an announcement, so, yeah, pretty yeah, stoked for that. for that. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, that would be this Friday, the 25th. 
the 25th. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Friday, oh, man. So. I'm excited. Any yeah. hints on, on what it is? Uh, we're going to be posting pretty much on our Instagram story uh, hints about it. But um, shoot. I mean, you, I guys, like, you got any hints, Charlie? <laughs> I was like, like I want to say it. <laughs> I don't know if Next I single's you, about yeah. airplanes. Yeah. Charlie <laughs> flying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, we got to give a, a major shout out to Cody at Anchor yeah, out, 84 yeah. Records. Definitely shout out to Cody. Yeah, for signing sure. such a kick ass band. So yeah. thank you, Cody. Thank you. And yes, Eric. Yes, yeah. Eric, too, from, from Word is Bond. Awesome dude. So uh, you guys have a great rest of the day. Try to stay cool yeah. out there thank in LA. We'll try. For having us. Well, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> of course. I love talking planes and pop punk. That's the new name of the podcast. <laughs> That's right. No more pizza. It's all about planes, man. Yeah, I got it. Pizza and planes. There we go. Oh, pizza. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, this is if you were if you were here, the acoustic version by Ruth Crest. If you were here right now, we'd have a beer or two. Driving in the car, bumping Silverstein and Blink One Eighty Two. So don't keep me waiting We'll hit up DM Chill with the homies And have some drinks up MD 2020 So here we go The night is young Let's start this party And get crunk And lose our minds Forget the time
acoustic version of If You Were Here by Ruth Crest, uh, just released via Anchor 84 Records. Thank you to uh, both Adam and Charlie for being on the podcast. It was a lot of fun talking with them. And that song is seriously going to be stuck in my head the rest of the day. And uh, with that song being played, obviously sending as much love and positive vibes to uh, Mark Hoppus and the whole entire Blink-182 family and fan base and hoping that uh, he beats this battle against cancer. And I'm sure he will. We all know that Mark is a fighter. And with all of our love and support, he's going to get through this. We are absolutely here for him. So uh, before we bring on Virginity, just real quick, once again, Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast is presented by Pop Punk Takeout, which is a brand new company that puts all kinds of cool merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world puts it in a pizza takeout box or there's a smaller version which is a a chinese takeout box and uh they they fill both either of those containers depending on which one you get they just fill it up with all kinds of great merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world they just completed their june box uh sales for uh their their main feature was keep flying so uh if you bought one of those you can expect that to be arriving soon at your doorstep but pre-sales are going to be are going to be live soon for the july box so if you uh want to sign up for that or get more info go to poppunktakeout.com and you can also follow them on facebook instagram and tiktok at poppunktakeout and also additional uh support for this episode comes from uh, a great mixtape memoir it's a best-selling mixtape memoir called rock bottom at the renaissance written by mike henneberger it's his memoir and uh, he recently released the audiobook for it and it's narrated by tyler posey it features two jimmy world recordings you cannot hear anywhere else and here is a clip from the audiobook right now i didn't want to be alone anymore Not that I ever wanted that in the first place. I bought a pack of cigarettes, found the quietest side street I could find, sat in the first ledge I came to, lit one up, and put this Jimmy Eat World song on repeat. I'm not a smoker, but I smoked three cigarettes before giving in to the anxiety of my weekend running out and this book not being finished. The anxiety was enough to get me back to the hotel, but the depression was enough to keep me from going back to the room. Going back to the room meant being alone again. So I wandered the lobby... High on speed, drunk on scotch, tweaked out a bit from the overdose of nicotine I just had, and I looked for a girl. I knew I wasn't going to find another THE girl in some excited tourist in a Times Square Renaissance hotel lobby, but I wasn't looking for THE girl. I just wanted some company. I don't want to die tonight, so maybe I was also looking for someone who would be there to dial 911 just in case. The lobby was understandably dead. Most people who stay in a hotel in Times Square probably don't spend much time in that hotel. I had one last hope. The hotel bar. I can buy an overpriced drink or two if it means that I don't have to feel this alone in my last dying hours. Surely, if anyone was drinking in a Times Square hotel bar on a Sunday, they would be as lonely as I am. The bar was fucking dead, too. Not only am I alone, I'm alone in my loneliness. I sat down for a drink anyway. I took out my cell phone and set it on the bar, honestly thinking that I wanted to make sure I could see it just in case the girl texted. I 
I can picture your face well from the bar in my hotel. I wish I'd go to you. I pick up, put down the phone like your favorite Heat Miser song goes. It's just like being alone. Sometimes I don't even have to try to make a song relevant. No texts. The bar is closer to the ground floor than the floor that my room is on, so I figured I should probably have another cigarette before I get further away from the only place I can smoke. I walked out, put my headphones in, and lit up. Same song, over and over. I'm starting to realize that maybe I am a bit delusional. I've waited all weekend for the girl to call or text, and even though nothing has come, I still wait. I still hope. But that's just this weekend. I waited years for us to have a chance. And in that time since we got that chance, I've waited for her to think, believe, that it was the last chance either of us ever needed. A clip of Rock Bottom at the Renaissance, a mixtape memoir narrated by Tyler Posey. You can go to rockbottombook.com to uh, find the link to where you can listen to the audiobook or you can actually buy uh, a physical copy. So let's go ahead and welcome our second guest for this episode. All the way from Florida uh, is Virginity, and I am so stoked to have these guys on the podcast as well. Welcome, guys. How's it going? What's up? Well, sound great. So we have, I'm hoping Jordan is with you guys, right? We make him sit in the other room. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Jordan and who who, uh, else do we have? I'm sorry. I didn't get everyone's name beforehand. Okay. uh, I'm Casey. I sing and play guitar. I'm Jim. I play drums. Awesome. Well, it's great to meet you guys. It's so unprofessional of me to not know everyone's name beforehand, but that's all right. It does happen once in a blue moon. So, uh, what are you guys up to today? Oh man, oh. nothing. I, I I just got back from a vacation yesterday, so uh, that's what I'm doing. I came home nice. and, and cleaned all day. Where did you go? I went to Louisiana. That's where I'm from originally. So, okay. just seeing some family. And you guys are in what Orlando? We are split between Daytona and Orlando, basically. Okay. Gotcha. I'm in so Orlando. That, That's why I'm here and not Oh, there. okay. Gotcha. And which which one is better, Daytona or Orland? Orlando. For or sure. Orlando. No, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, Orland Sorry, is yeah. Orland is a name of a town uh, here in Illinois, so that's why I like. I think Orland, Orland Illinois beats Orlando and Daytona. That's sure. true. <laughs> it made me think of Portlando. Portlando yes. is that actually a thing? No, no, but it can be. It, yeah, it, can it be. should be. That that's going to be the new city of Florida that takes all. Right? It's just going to be the 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 place on the map that everyone's going to go to. <laughs> at least it sounds like it would be it's gonna um, be a utopia it, yeah totally totally <laughs> um so uh virginity just signed recently to smart punk records you guys have your your sophomore uh record coming out called pop mortem and i'm really curious to know more about your new single um which is is it pronounced no for 
no for attitude nose for attitude i don't even know how it's pronounced but it's, i know it's the vampire song yes uh it's nos for attitude nos for attitude see i told you i was gonna screw it up yeah it's, it's a really dumb play on, on nos for attitude yeah. which is uh, okay. uh old uh it's like the first vampire movie that was the name of the first vampire movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was it was Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Yeah, but Nosferatu. Then, so we had a lot of really dumb vampire combinations. I think Lestatitude was another one. Like yeah. Lestat from Interview with a Vampire. Many bad vampire puns before we yeah. settled on Nosferatitude. <laughs> and what, what sealed the deal on this particular pun? I don't remember. We were just We do this a lot in text in text yes, chains. Just lots do, of uh-huh. puns, name combinations nations jordan's uh, generally the winner of yeah jordan's really good at it what was the what was I, the i don't know how shaquille what was the what was the oh, one? we were doing shack <laughs> like we were adding sh- shack to names oh it's shacky chan shacky chan you have to do that yeah, yeah. shacky can oh my gosh just uh, just imagine if that was a person. If you really had just a combination, yeah, of Shaquille O'Neal and Jackie, Jackie Chan, unstoppable. First of all, in any kind of street fight or anything. Yeah. Oh my god, I want to be that person on the court on the street. You can thank Jordan for that one. That, <laughs> but it was a lot of like uh, Shaqalin Onassis. I think was in there. That was, that was a killer one. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, Sha- Shacklin Onassin, is that what you said? Onassis, like Jackie Onassis. Onassis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just a, it's a lot of it's a lot of this. This is what we do instead yeah, more of more than writing songs or anything. It's yeah. just, just like more than puns. Yeah, more than band practice, more than writing songs, more than recording or doing you know social media content. You guys are creating puns for your song titles. We're doing important work. Yeah. That's very important. <laughs> They're not even for song titles. It's just for fun. <laughs> like we we don't ever intend to do that. Like, uh, yeah, not even for song titles. Just to make each other chuckle. I think you know you could create a business where you could like sell puns for a living. Jesus, that's Christ. not a bad idea. I mean, <laughs> I you don't know. I like I would I would do that. Oh man, right? I mean, God, it's the dream. It's the dream. More better than playing music. It's way more fun than playing music. Well, I mean, you know, Matt from. Uh, from Smart Punk Records, I feel like he's a pretty open guy. It just seems like from just watching all the different things that Smart Punk does, I mean, you could probably pitch that to him. You As know. a business under the As, sun, under the Smart Punk umbrella, the yeah. pun, <laughs> yeah, the, I, the pundits. Yeah. Oh, pun punk, pun. <laughs> Oh, we're we getting some label name. Pun punk, yeah, pun punk. There you go. Yeah, we're I'm just like, pun. Punk. That's, that's, that's maybe. Is yeah. that a stretch? That's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Matt would probably Man. drop us from the label. He's pretty cutthroat. Uh, yeah, you know? that's true. He's if we even come at him with this idea, he's yeah, gonna yeah, be done. He's, he's he's on the podcast next week. So watch out, yeah. man. He's he's a he's a scary dude. Yeah, Fork I may join him, and uh, <laughs> I work with Smart Punk as well. And uh, just and I fi- I figure if I join him next week, I think that just makes me your co-host. Oh, yeah. here on nice. So. nice. What do you, so what do you do for, excuse me, what do you do for smart punk? Oh, everything. Yeah. Like <laughs> every, everyone at smart punk does everything. Okay. So. Just, but that can get messy though. You know, yeah, like it's, if, it's, <laughs> what was yeah, that? Yeah, it's a mess. It's great. Oh, power went out. It's a, everything's a mess. Oh, you know, shoot. We're in Florida. 
I was going to say, it's not hurricane season. Always. Oh, it, it's, yeah. it's basically like it is. That's why I'm not with them tonight. I was going to um, I was gonna drive up to, to where they live, closer to Daytona, but it was storming so crazy and lightning that I was like, I don't even feel safe making the drive right now, so I'm just going to do this from here. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Like with Florida, you just never know when it's going to start raining or storming or, you know, it's like a almost an everyday thing, depending on where you're at, right? Yeah, for certain parts of the year, yeah, it'll rain for days at a clip and it'll go like it's a hurricane for like 10 minutes and then it's just like uh, beautiful and beautiful. Out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it has a it has just a, five minutes. We'll, we'll be fine. Uh, yeah, just like a big old, you know, uh, toddler fit. You know, and then and then it's good. You know, I, my my son actually had one of his little toddler fits before I had our <laughs> live stream tonight. So that's why uh, that's why I reference that. Um, Do those ever make it on the air? No, you bring him to your entertainment. <laughs> I should. You you should see some of these <laughs> these uh, tantrums. Yeah, that they would uh, they would definitely probably some people would laugh and they'd be like, "Oh man, I feel for him right now. My son just did that to me last week, or you know, whatever." But uh, do you guys have kids or nieces yes. or nephews? All of the above. All. The- <laughs> so, how old are your kids? Old. <laughs> <laughs> older than me uh, uh my kids are 15 and 13 oh, okay so but still at one point they were three and they were four you know oh, they're still throwing those fits yeah i mean he's my, got it he's got it, he's got a younger yeah younger I've, I've got a couple of uh younger ones although they're even working out of it now because my young ones are 10 and 8 so okay they're just about out of uh they're inter- entering their other phase of life which is like it's not a fit throwing thing it's just like uh they'll just roast you uh, out of nowhere or uh or just be like i'm not or just tell you flat out like uh i'm not gonna do that and i'm gonna i'm a teenager so here i go into my room does does that get to you do you like pull like a like a um i imagine like i don't know like steve carell from uh, what was that one movie crazy stupid love where he just goes to the bar and i know that was like he was going through a divorce <laughs> but like also i feel like his kids were giving him a hard time as well yeah well so. his his uh his uh oldest daughter is dating ryan gosling so that's true it's oh, very similar to okay that movie, yeah. wow wow it's very similar small world i mean yeah. that's yeah. just you don't hear that i mean you must uh you must have a great relationship with ryan um you know He's okay. No, he's out there with the shotgun. He's it's not <laughs> <good> at all. <laughs> oh god. Well, let's get into more of the vi- the vampire song. Um okay. what 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 is the inspiration to come from this? Is just this just n- another like silly mishap or does someone have like a big obsession with Dracula or with Twilight or with what's the other one is it um true is it blue blue blood oh, true, blood? True, blood? true blood I was trying to think of all the different vi- vampire I hope that's not the, the... <laughs> <laughs> no um well first of all I do like Twilight and I will I'll take on anyone about it anytime. If you want to talk about it, if you want to try and tell me Twilight sucks, find me at a show and I'll talk you out of it. <laughs> okay. Sparkly, sparkly or we'll, vampires, or we'll fight. Spark- okay, here's the thing. 
I feel like, so you still love Twilight, even how many years has it been? Has it been 10 since the last movie? Close to 10. Oh, I mean, it's got to be getting close if it's not there already. Yeah, Yeah. I just, I think, well, here's the thing. I'm not going to take up for the movies. They make some interesting choices and it is some particularly bad acting. I will take up for the books. I will take up for the story itself. I think, uh, you know, vampires are done to death and so are werewolves and they found a different, uh, they found a different uh, way. You know, but the song, just for the record, the song is not, not about vampires. <laughs> no, no, I know. I know. We're just talking about, yeah, we're just talking about uh, Twilight. But um, but yeah, I'm just wondering because I feel like the the movies didn't age well, but maybe the books did. I, I mean, mean they, they didn't age well out the gate. They were not born well. <laughs> yeah. They are bad. <laughs> they, were just, they were born an ugly child. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're a thalidomide. thalidomide yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're in, they're in a jar of formaldehyde. Uh, <laughs> uh, that glitter skin, though. Mm. Yeah. So it's a good look. So, so let's talk about the actual, like, where the the vampire reference comes from with the song, though, and not Twilight. Obviously. Okay. Um, so that's just from uh, that was like the first line of the song that I wrote, and I was talking about uh, it's you know it's it's about um, feeling like I can't. It's about feeling frustrated with songwriting. Basically, that's what a lot of the songs on the new album are about. It's just about uh, my frustration with it and feeling like even though I've written a million songs, like every time I do it, I'm like, well, that'll probably be the last one. I don't know if I'll be able to eke another one out, which is ridiculous because, of course, I can. Anybody can. It's not like a magic trick. So, so what's 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 your struggle with songwriting? Is it? Oh, I mean, it's. Or? I mean, it's pure uh, self confidence, probably. Um, yeah, it's just me, just being like a you know a sad sack. I'm sure there's somebody that's just like, yo, I wrote. Are we? Um, I almost swore. Are we? Allowed you can, to you swear? can swear. Yeah, uh, you're totally cool. Fucking. fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I'm gonna fucking swear every every other word is gonna be yeah, fucking make I mean, up for I'm lost sure, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure I mean, there's... we're we're 15 minutes into this thing, so the rest of the interview is just gonna <laughs> be. Can, can I run shit? something by you? With, sure. with this with this confidence thing. And this yeah. is something I had, and I, I, I think we share this. I don't know about you, Jordan. Jordan may be one of the most well-adjusted people I've ever met in my life. That's true. Uh, I'm really good at faking it. That may be the case. That's you what she said. But is it high self-concept, low self-worth? Because it's Ooh. expecting yourself to be able to do, do it. something and and just never being satisfied with it. Yeah, I mean that's maybe, where I live. Maybe that's, that's what it. I've. I've, I've but had the thing to, is, yeah. is like I do feel good about it once it's done. It's the getting there oh, that I'm just like I'm just like oh god, this is never going to happen. And so that's where the vampire line uh, came from. Is like I can't I can't see it. I can't see the ability to do that in myself, even though I know it's there. Which is like a vampire standing in front of a mirror. It can't see its reflection. Um, okay, that's that that line makes perfect sense. <laughs> Yeah, I I wondered about that. I'm like, there's something here, and I can't wait to find out what it is. And and you, um, I'm sorry. What was what was your name again? Um, Casey. Casey. Yes. Um, Casey and Jim. 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 Okay, Jim. You brought up a great point about the two. You know, those are like two completely different things, but they a lot of times can be, um lumped into one or mistaken for another right 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 totally. i mean it's it's um and i feel like i think that's my problem when it comes to songwriting and i totally relate <clears throat> to you casey on that like i just get so frustrated that i stop 
and I just don't, I don't keep going, you know? Yeah. So that's just like a, uh, you know, a thing where I just, normally it's fixed by me just sending it to Jim and Jordan and they'll be like, all right, here we go. Another <laughs> one. Like uh, the the <laughs> next, the next single that we're going to put out next month. Uh-huh. I almost didn't send to them because I was so fucking embarrassed by it. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, damn. Why? Uh, it's just like the vocal delivery is different than anything that I have done prior. And, uh, I was just like, Oh my God. Like it made my fucking skin crawl <laughs> to like, listen to the demo of it and stuff. And, uh, it still does a little bit, even though it's finished, but I do, I like the, I'm, I've sold myself on it now. Okay. After yeah, leaning to the to the yeah, being so uncomfortable. Yeah, I had to, but that one was a that was a, a work to to be like, oh god. <laughs> but we're we're a supportive uh we're a supportive uh gaggle here. We we Yes. Well to, that, a, to a certain degree. To a I certain mean, degree. Yeah. We also we'll also we'll, yeah, we'll kill say, we'll kill Jim, one of his darlings pretty yeah, quickly too. That's yeah. Which I is just, important. I just imagine Jim and Jordan getting this email from from Casey and of a song and they're just like oh god they're like, they're like they're like here we go again you know casey's like in his email he's like yeah like i really hate this song and it's just the worst thing i've ever written i don't know what i'm supposed to do with it and then then jim and and uh, jordan are just like oh god it's a classic what are you talking go. about yeah you know yeah it's, there's not a lot of like ego nurturing though it's not like you can do it buddy it's like quit being a bitch it's fine yeah, <laughs> like, which is what i hear rock. from him constantly he, he says this to me nonstop. yeah uh, but uh and i i for the record for this song i feel like was like one of the first times we congealed as a band and the uh the arranging and the completion of it in a, in a way that i think informed a lot of the rest of the record or, or of like us moving forward because like casey had this skeleton of an idea we sort of threw together a, a skeletal demo on it jordan and we were all separate basically because of the pandemic and then jordan threw this unbelievable baseline on it they were just like oh wow now it's like it was like it's pretty good it's okay then he put his you know part on it and then finally it's just like oh yeah these are these are the the corners of a triangle you know making a, a, a you know the shape forming the shape here and i think that was the case with yeah nas yeah nas for attitude was one that we we wrote early on in the process of writing songs for this album yeah and we did demo it in a weird way which i'm sure you know a lot of people in the pandemic did which was separate <laughs> Yeah, and I I know uh some of the interviews that I did during uh like the the height, I guess, of the pandemic. Uh some of the artists I was talking to were like, "Yeah, I've been doing uh songwriting sessions via Zoom." And I'm like, "So how's that going?" They're like, "It fucking sucks." <laughs> you know, they're all like, you know, and I mean, I'm sure there are some songwriters who have been doing that long before covid but sure not everybody i mean know. i felt i wouldn't hate to do it this way again if we had to although i hope that we will write the next one together in a room <laughs> yeah um but this wasn't like we figured out a way to do it and make it work and 
And it wasn't in real time on Zoom or anything. It's like, yeah, yeah that like, sounds difficult. Part. Yes. Yeah, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. That would be a, would be a nightmare. No, it's, it's like sending, it's like floating back around, like when people used to mail tapes to each other with four tracks. I mean, that's kind of the way it went. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, except it's email, right? You know, unless yeah. you're still doing yeah. the tape. I mean, Actually, no. Go, you know. We uh, we we trade songs via text most of the time, which is yes, probably yes. bad oh, okay. for our... Uh, uh, you know, our phone stores, our plans. but it's so easy. Yeah. Like so, pretty much like Casey will have an idea and, and, and uh-huh. text it and we'll listen to it. And it's probably uh-huh. like, I know sometimes it's you and an acoustic. It's like a 10 minute fresh idea. Um, and then, and then it's time for Jim and I to start fucking with it and telling him how good it is and making sure he <laughs> continues writing it. <laughs> so when, when you get to get, be more specific, Casey, on like, what it is it that you come across that kind of, puts you at a wall is it like getting past like maybe you write this really great um line or two of a song and you can't you can't get past it like um just where that? i where like, i probably struggle the most is is just getting a chorus out um i can write verses all day and i do have some confidence in that i feel pretty good about my verse writing most of the time getting a chorus out is brutal for me it does not come naturally um, Nosferatitude is a great example of that. Like I just could not get a chorus. And then Jim like took the lyrics I had and he just kind of like, he muttered them over some chords and I wouldn't oh, yeah. say, I wouldn't say it's the melody it is, but it was like something akin to it, which sent me in the direction to be like, okay, this is, he's right. This is where we need to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's um the, I, I feel uh, personally, Choruses are the hardest and or at least for me, I put so much pressure on myself because it's like it's a chorus. It's got to be hooky, you know, like it's got to it's got to be perfect. You know, it's like I concentrate so much on that and just put so much pressure and then it doesn't doesn't end up happening. You know, (laughs) more more often than not, it's like if, if you lean into the idea of like, you know, a chorus by definition is something that like, you know, it's going to repeat and everybody's going to get in on. But I feel like we, we more often than not lately have been leaning into the anti-chorus and that there isn't a repetitive thing that happens here. It, it, it sort of just goes and and even changes at the end. Um, But I think some of the best choruses of all time are not the ones that are just like those earworms and immediately get stuck in with a simple thing that repeats. But I don't know. Yeah, Nosfer attitudes like so the structure is so interesting. Like like looking at it, and I didn't even realize that as we're playing it because I'm like used to it. And then I analyze how it's all laid out. And it's honestly like the part that is the chorus is probably the least catchy part of the song. The right, verse is right. catchier, <laughs> and then the outro is by far the catchiest part, but it is like a really Happens interesting well. chorus that like sucks you in, uh, which which means this was the dumbest song for us to put out a single. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 100%. Like, so catchy in a very unconventional way. Well, I wouldn't say that because this is the first song I heard by you guys. And this is what's made me say, yeah, I want to have them on the podcast. Like, oh, oh so, thanks, you know, because I had, you're welcome. So I think for, for me personally, I think you picked the right song. So, because awesome. I'm like, oh, I was like, okay, like, because I could hear all like all these, uh, you know, different influences piping in, you know, um, I don't know if it's uh, what do you call it? I, I, not necessarily. I don't know if it's shoegaze that I hear. I don't know if that's the right term. 
I mean, or, it's a little bit of everything, which is yeah. That's that's what I that's what I liked about it. You know? Yeah, we I'm excited from... for you to hear the the rest of the record because it is a this record is a real hodgepodge of all the kinds of music we like, and you know, I think in, in almost every other band I've played in, I've kind of like struggled to find that it's more nuanced in like it's like this is a punk rock band, this is a hardcore band, and I feel like what we've got with the, this these 10 songs that are going to be on a record that'll be announced in like a month or so. Um, wink, wink. Uh, it's really something, it's really something like pretty unique. And I don't think any two songs sound kind of anything alike, but still it's like very cohesive. But we, I, we found a way to really like hone in all of our influences. And the three of us do have very diverse influences too. Oh, yeah. Find a way to, to fit that into kind of a pop punky emo kind of thing. Um, but it's not just that it, it really does kind of like um go a little bit all over the place yeah it's really hard to like pin down when somebody's just like so what kind of band are you guys i'm like i don't know <laughs> he's he sends me shit all the time to listen to and i'm like nah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't we don't see eye to eye on a lot we also do see we do see on the, on the core stuff but but our our influences individually are vastly different and i think okay. that helps too so so what does everyone bring to the table then so like casey what's your your go-to genre um, I mean, my go-to genre is probably within the punk and pop punk realm. It's always what, you know, hits the most. Although I've been listening to like, I've been listening to like a lot of nineties alternative uh, okay. within the like last year. Like I really got into Foo Fighters. Nice. I really got into Super Foo Drag. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't go wrong with Foo Fighters. Uh, and then how about you, Jim? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, for the for the, I, for I, I'm this? all over the place. Wait, <laughs> just like just like your like you just you personally, what is your go to genre that you find yourself listening um, to the most? Like my go to artists would be like you know Jeff Tweedy and Wilco, Fiona Apple. Um, like the stuff that's the stuff that really speaks to me to my heart is is you know uh, George Harrison and you know that uh, things of of that era. Um, there's a select few like modern, you know, bands in, in our, I guess our, our genre. Our or whatever. genre. Like, I love Jeff Rosenstock. I love pup. And that's about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the, it. Yeah. The, of, of like, uh, of, of these particular times. And I do think that those, both of those bands are so wildly unique and, and like Jeff Rosenstock is essentially the Jeff Tweedy of punk rock, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I would say so. I'd uh, say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. And so, but I also like came from like, I think I'm just rebelling against this checkered past of literally checkered. <laughs> Meaning like, he was in a ska band. Ska band. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my gosh. As a, as a, as a young, as a young buck, I was the uh, was, singer and guitarist of a ska. It band. was really yeah. good. He's always down on it. But as he mentioned before, I was, so, he's guys a bitch. I, I <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're one of those guys that, doesn't like to talk about that i don't want to talk about those times yeah they were nice it's over let's talk about this (laughs) and jordan (laughs) what's your what what are your influences i I just like scott i don't like anything else (laughs) (laughs) that's true oh man that's that's great i'm I'm definitely like between uh jim and casey i mean i was I was raised as a young boy on a very healthy dose of the Beatles, Green Day, and Less Than Jake, and and you know yeah. Foo Fighters, and, and all that in between. And um, I definitely have uh, my uh, moments where I get like way more into the more gnarly punk stuff, and uh, uh-huh. I'm more into like 
the Dillinger four and the, the fat wreck thing and, and all that. And then I have times where I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just listening to, I'm digging back and listening to Pixies and who's doing the replacements. And then, um, you know, all, all the above. I, I'm just like a big music listening dork. I'm a more than like being a musician. I'm a record collector and I still like every fucking Thursday night. Is tonight Thursday? It's Wednesday. Tom- uh, tomorrow. Sorry, Thursday. tomorrow night. Every every yeah. Thursday night at midnight, when all the new records come out, like I at midnight, I, the first thing I open my laptop and I go to Spotify and I look at every new record that came out, and I stay up till three in the morning listening to, to new shits because I, I just cool. uh, I just still can't get enough of it. Yeah, I love music. That's, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's something I don't hear enough of anymore. Is that you know staying up till that time? Your favorite band released their music or or back in the day it was obviously going to the record store you know yeah i love right the midnight away. sales i i used to go to to those all the time yeah i loved it i missed that i i always forget the about uh, like those things existing and it's like oh yeah that's right you used to like there used to be a line like just like they did for video games you know and maybe they still do that for video games i don't know but um i don't know you I download don't... those now too i was gonna yeah. say those are all downloads too now right yeah yeah, yeah. so of course, records, uh, vinyl is obviously very hot, um, and that that doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. Um, but uh, I think the the best way to to, to close out, uh, guys, is to play uh, the vampire song right now. Um, as long as you're cool with that, yeah, yeah. totally, Sounds cool. Great. Um, so, but before I do that, um, anything else about you know virginity? uh that's i like i said i know uh you know your 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 second full length is going to be dropping uh later this year um you mentioned a new single coming out next month uh which obviously will be via smart punk records as well um but where's the best place people can can find you guys online um we are uh our website is www.virginityisrad.com and we're at virginity is rad on all the things twitter instagram facebook you forgot the http colon www.virginity fuck you fuck you how dare you jim just hates google he doesn't want anyone giving google any more money no more searches you gotta type it all out i mean he's got a good point they have a lot of money so and they've got everyone's info on everything yeah, they've got so enough we, we, we do enough. everything on a google drive like yeah everything's google drive they're getting they're getting everything. all our all our money they're and, making, uh, yeah. our shit i yeah. sacrificed my could fifth child to uh, google <laughs> yeah Sponsored and we, google. we have other shit coming up but we can't do what, what i don't know do we are we allowed to oh um what do we say are you we can we could drop hints we got shows coming up there's things that aren't we announced. Got, oh, yeah, we're yeah. traveling to chicago you for, are yeah. traveling to chicago for, for a are. thing where are you based out of i'm just an hour south of chicago no kidding nice. yeah no. yeah what's your what's your uh, what's your den like <laughs> <laughs> i mean you we're know, good we're, we're booked we got a hotel book okay i was gonna say like i do have a i do have a house so you know I mean, but if you want to book us a show, we're we're gonna be there with guitars and no amps or drums. But we'll we could play a show. Where where are you guys playing? Can you give that out yet, or is it too soon? So, something can't. with sound okay. and a a a. Yeah, we're doing this thing in Chicago. In Chicago, that some bands have done before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> a tree. There's like a tree. 
I don't know. I don't like, know. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, I think maybe I'm getting the hints on that. Okay. So. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, we that and then a, a bunch of shows. Yeah, yeah we've got we've got some shows coming up. Oh, and we never say this enough, but uh, but I'm still stoked on it. This record, uh, which you can hear and will hear in a second, Nosferatitude. This we recorded this uh, all at our at uh, Jim's uh, basement here in his studio, but it was mixed and mastered by Jack Shirley who did all the Rosenstock records um, and a bunch of other awesome records. Guy's got a fucking Grammy uh, and it's sick. Yeah. He he mixed and mastered our stuff. How cool is that? That's, that's so awesome. Um, But I was going to say, aren't you guys playing fest? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're doing um, the fest warm up, which is in August. Or August fourteenth. Said that. So August fourteenth. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's a couple days after we do that thing in Chicago. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's, we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna get back here. We're and, gonna immediately go play a show. And, and yeah. it's it's with your Chicago native Brendan Kelly and yeah, uh, yeah. a band called Zeta and Palomino Blonde and Expert Timing and oh, a bunch of bands we love. And it's okay. um, so Tony who does Fest is is uh, it's it's the warm up for a new venue that he's gonna have at Fest here. Obviously, they're trying to, to do more outdoor stuff, more open spaces, not do yeah. so much crowded stuff um, right. as, as, as we do these days. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're going to break in one of these new venues over there. Uh, I think that's going to be our first. Like Casey's got an acoustic show he's doing before that. But I think that is slated to be our first full that's band like show, first show in back. like 16 months. So it's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is nuts to think about. But once uh, you know, once it gets announced about this thing yeah. in Chicago, whatever it is, um, I'm I'm going to see if I can make it to said thing. Oh. You know, we'll we'll see, you know. It's going to happen. You yeah, never know. You never and know, we're, going to, we're going to a Cubs game. You should come you should come yeah. along. Yeah. Chicago, Chicago, we can do, Chicago we can do the Cubs Sox game at Wrigley. Or, I mean, if you're going, you know, if you're going to a Cubs game, then maybe we could do pizza before or after. You know, oh, you know where the best slices I mean, are. Yeah, you? take us I mean, to the good pizza. I was gonna say we'll we'll find the good pizza. You know, so that's the whole point. That was the literally before the pandemic. That was the whole point of this podcast is to have pizza with bands. So uh, well, I gotta say, I I, uh, I made a pizza to eat for this interview. I was Did gonna eat really? it during the interview. Can I see and it? And then and Let's then I I realized uh, Casey and I realized at the same time. Uh, Oh, this interview is in Central Standard Time, <laughs> not on Eastern Standard Time. So I then was like, "I'm too fucking hungry. I'm just gonna eat the pizza." Oh, so, gotcha. so you, my gimmick went bed. away, but I, I your, feel great. It, it was wonderful. I mean, you you got the gimmick right though. That like that's literally the whole gimmick of the podcast. It's just I been wish known. Yeah. It's just been kind of hard to do. You know, yeah, with, we could have got yeah. a pizza. I, Jordan, I, I think you should make yourself throw up to prove it. <laughs> just regurgitate the pizza. Yeah, yeah. The pizza. Also, you know, I didn't. I, it was a uh, it was from Jets, so it's a Detroit pizza, not a Chicago okay. pizza. So uh, well, maybe maybe it would have been a little fucked up. Well, well hold up. It's funny you mention that because today, the day we're recording this, is National Detroit Style Pizza. Hey, Holy I did it. Unfucking real. I mean, that's very much like you. Because so, really he's a he's a foodie of the highest degree. Yeah. So you you hit the nail on the head there, Jordan. You, you knocked luck. it. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, Casey, Jim, and Jordan, it was great to meet you guys. I can't wait to hear the record. Right. Hopefully, you know, maybe we can make something work while you're in Chicago. It would be great to meet up. Um, <laughs> and no, you're all good. He's coming um, in. And, oh, he's coming in. That, that's fine. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play uh, the vampire song to, to close things out with you guys. All right. 
Cool. Thanks, so thanks for, for having us, us man. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. us. No problem, and thanks, uh, thanks for being here. Take care. See you next uh, yeah, week. You too. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it, it could happen, right? Oh, goodness. virginity with uh the vampire song or uh as uh they call it nose for attitude i i I think i probably just mispronounced that but uh either way great chatting with casey jim and jordan of uh virginity and uh you might hear my son in the background now because he did uh he did come down um but uh i uh you can come say you want to come say hi they can't you can't hear them. It's okay. You want to come say hi? No. Now that he knows that I'm I'm live, he doesn't want to say hello. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe next time you get to to hear him and see him. But uh, yeah, that uh, that pretty money pretty much wraps up pop punk and pizza for this episode. I'm Jacques Lamore. I want to thank our sponsors once again: Pop Punk Takeout, and then Mike Henneberger and his mixtape memoir, Rock Bottom at 
the Renaissance. It uh, the audiobook is narrated by Tyler Posey. You can go to rockbottombook.com to uh, pick up a copy of the physical book or to find links to where you can listen to the audiobook. And oh, thank you, Obo. Um, <laughs> sorry, he just gave me the remote for the lights I have down here. Um, and uh, of course, Pop Punk Takeout, you can go to poppunktakeout.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch at Pop Punk Takeout. And uh, if you're in a band, um, you want your music played on the podcast, you want to submit yourself for an interview, or maybe you're a publicist, a manager, whatever it is, you want to inquire about getting involved with Pop Punk and Pizza, you can email me at bangerangradio at gmail.com. There's also a contact form that you can fill out at poppunkpizzapod.com. You can also catch up on previous episodes there, sign up for our mailing list. You can buy merch, uh, which if you do, make sure you use that promo code poppunk uh, at checkout to get $2 off your order. And uh, coming up next week on the podcast, uh, next Wednesday for our live stream, just in case you didn't know, we live stream each and every episode recording uh, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> Sorry, my what are you doing back there? Um, Owen's push. Hey, stop that. <laughs> Owen's pu- pushing my seat. Um, maybe if you're watching the, uh, the live stream of this right now, you can see that. But anyway, uh, our next live stream is going to be Wednesday, June 30th, 7 p.m. Central Time on our Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube accounts. It's going to be with a band called Life on Standby. And then Matt Burns from Smart Punk Records, who Virginity is signed to. So it'll be cool to talk to him after talking to some of his artists on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to that. So um, if you can't catch the live stream, the podcast version of the episode is always available the next day on all podcast p- platforms, or you can just watch on our YouTube or, <clears throat> or excuse me, or Twitch, <laughs> Twitch accounts. Again, I'm Jacques Lamore. Thank you so much for being here. You truly mean the world to me. I, I cannot thank you enough for your love and support. Have a great rest of the night. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you.